Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're watching the reboot of Charmed. So stay tuned to the end to find out how BJ charmed me. Oh, I didn't try. <laughs> I'm an easy person to make friends with, apparently. <laughs> Okay, Beach. what happened in this first episode? Sure. So this is a reboot, as I said, on the CW. And the original Charmed used to be on the WB, which was part of what turned into the CW. With UPN. Sorry. Yeah. That's my favorite <laughs> channel growing up. That says a lot about you. It does. It does. <laughs> the premise is the same as the original. Charmed is about three sisters in this case they're now named macy mel and maggie and they discover that they are the charmed ones which means they are these powerful witches who have this power of three where when they all come together they can stop supernatural threats and so in this first episode we start off getting introduced to mel and maggie they are actually the younger two of the three sisters and they live with their mother marisol and some strange stuff is happening and Marisol ends up getting attacked and killed. All we really know is that there's some like crows and this book and some weird stuff going on. And then we fast forward and we meet this other girl who we find out is their half-sister, Macy. She is a scientist who's come into the area to do some work. And she's like, hey girls, that woman who just died, that's my mom. That's my mama. And they're like, that's our mom. And it's like, yeah, so we're half sisters. No, they were like, are you here for money? Because we don't have it. (laughs) Just go away. Yes. But they end up being brought together because some mysterious stuff starts happening to all three of them where they actually start developing like magical powers. So our oldest sister, Macy, she ends up getting the power of telekinesis so she can move things with her mind. She's like thrown off by being able to throw a beer across the room and panics and runs away. Then we have Mel who learns that she can freeze time, which really confuses her when she's trying to have a conversation with her friend slash on and off again lover. Yeah. And in the middle of her conversation, she keeps just pausing things. Very weird. The youngest sister, Maggie, she learns that she can read people's thoughts or like hear people's thoughts, which is very awkward when she is uh, rushing a sorority and is meeting a lot of new people and is actually hearing <laughs> in her thoughts about her. That's it's like that's the, the hardest cross to bear, I think. Yeah, hers can get her into some unfortunate situations. And her feelings hurt. I would be miserable. Like, sometimes you don't want to know the truth. I never want to know the truth. So all three girls develop these new powers. They find out from their white lighter, Harry, who is like their kind of like a guardian angel type character, that they are witches. They have to decide if they want to accept their fate as witches and kind of follow on in their mother's footsteps by using this book to stop demons. And in this episode, we actually see them fight some demons with baking soda. And then they learn like a spell that also will just kill the demon. But you know, you gotta (laughs) MacGyver it at first. (laughs) Well, she MacGyvered it by hooking up, what is it, like a microscope or a lens to her iPhone? iPhone, yeah. And then that could tell chemical properties of ghost goo 
there's like some slime type stuff and she looked at it with her iphone with the little lens accessory and she was immediately like you know what this looks like guys hydrochloric acid i can see it i want to launch into brief science corner of our podcast beach as our scientist okay i am a scientist yes possible not possible Mm, so i will first say i don't know how demon goo works that's really vulnerable of you to open up with your shortcomings before you lead into this I'm just trying to be honest with you guys. I don't know how demon goo works. I do know how mammalian cells work. And uh, you can't look at a dog's cell and see hydrochloric acid. Maybe you can look at demon goo and also see this microscopic, and I'm talking like super microscopic Mm -hmm. molecule. We're just going to say she's a really talented scientist. We going to suspend our disbelief like Macy can suspend beer bottles in the air. Yeah, and everyone just... accepted that so what were your first impressions of the show you watched the original run yes so i have seen the original i don't think i watched it like while it was airing on Mm -hmm. wb but definitely reruns on probably like tbs or tnt one of those just played like all the episodes i think they both did actually i distinctly (laughs) remember coming home from school to many a charmed rerun so that's how i how i watched it I've probably seen most of the episodes from every season, but I didn't like watch it uh, sequentially. Yeah. I mean, it is a reboot, so they take a lot of elements from the original Charm series, which is fun. There's some new modern Mm -hmm. twists that they put onto things, which doesn't really change the plot, but I don't know. It doesn't have the same old charm. But I'm bum. I was waiting on that. What what (laughs) modern twists are you talking about? So let's preface, guys, I'm all for everyone's voice being heard, but the like very pro-feminist message, it was just pushed constantly and like it was worked into some scenes unnecessarily. Yeah, I think they sacrificed their content a little bit for message. And that kind of mm-hmm. makes me sad because I I looked up a review of the show and apparently the show comes from the same mind as Jane the Virgin. And I think that is a really great example of a show that talks about a whole host of issues, but I don't think ever sacrifices the laughs or the heart of the show. And similarly with like other CW shows like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Black Lightning and uh, they just, and Riverdale, it's just like a, a ton of shows that have super diverse casts and don't shy away from talking about hot button issues like in this instance consent or gender or gender equity but yeah I think it almost did a disservice in my opinion because it just kind of simplified things to like consent is important and I feel like if you want to do an episode about consent like do something with real nuance in a story but instead they just said consent constantly I know that there was a department head Mm -hmm. that they had accused of Uh, sexual assault or harassment or something and spoiler alert he ends up being an actual demon later so like (laughs) shout out to that very on the nose (laughs) metaphor (laughs) and I think at another point Maggie's on again off again love interest is possessed by a demon and tries to attack her and she yells no means no at him before Macy's able to run in and throw some baking soda on him so the demon comes out. 
I think it's doing a disservice if you really want to talk about these like important issues that I wouldn't mind seeing discussed in a show that is starring mostly women and very diverse women at that, then do it with more nuance, tell a better story, make a better point. Don't just like, I don't know, shout things out. Yeah, it wasn't naturally incorporated into the plot. It felt kind of tacked on to this story. They could have done this in any episode. It wasn't necessarily part of this week's episode that consent was a theme. Like she was literally being attacked by a demon and was like, wait, consent is important and no means no. Okay, back to the scene. Yes, it's just, yeah. Okay, but there were some good parts. Let's let's switch to that. Yes, I actually enjoyed it. Okay, what what did you like about this? Um, I like that. I, I don't know if you just saw that new CW commercial that came out that was like essentially we're the inclusive network, and it didn't occur to me how diverse CW shows are relative to other shows. Mm. And I, what I like about this show particularly is that we have this super diverse cast, but they're not diverse just to be diverse if if i am being clear like you know how sometimes you watch a movie and there's no nuance to any of the characters and it's just clear that they're like okay we needed like an asian american woman a latinx person a black guy like they just threw random people in the room Mm -hmm. whereas i'm excited to explore the different backgrounds of these different women and the demons around them like mel is she is queer. I'm not sure if she identifies as a lesbian. And her love interest is Nico, who's the head detective who, not head detective, but the detective that was, I think, investigating the death of her mom. And they were like mm-hmm. on and off. I'm not sure what the ethics are there. I'm curious about <laughs> Maggie's experience with like her mom was chair of women's studies and her sister is super pro like women's equality and is a women's studies grad student yet she herself is trying to join kappa tau kappa is that what they were called like a yes a sorority and the sorority is portrayed as this like very typical you know ditzy sorority crowd and Mm -hmm. slightly obnoxious you get a sense of that when maggie goes to shake hands with people and her telepathy activates for lack of a better word and the first thing she hears was (laughs) ew did this girl used to work at the cafeteria and then she shakes hand with another girl and, and she hears you know, um, oh, she's only getting in because her mom died. So I'm curious about that dynamic. And I'm curious about Macy, who's this like bomb scientist who found out that her mom abandoned her. Like, why? And yeah. I'm curious about what it'll be like for her to explore her relationship with her new sisters after feeling otherwise like she was all alone except for her potential on again, off again love interest, Galvin. Oh, you think he's a love interest? I'm not sure. I felt like there was no chemistry between any of the love interests. Like until Mel and Nico kissed, I only knew they were love interests because I had read about the show ahead of time. But when they kissed... Yeah, I was so confused. I was shocked. And then same for Maggie and Brian. I was shocked because just none of these people had chemistry. And so similarly, like I expect if I watched episode two to be similarly shocked or episode whatever beyond if mason if macy and her dude uh kissed her friend because maybe people just have no chemistry on this show that's one thing that's just how it works you know there's no there's no romantic chemistry on this show but you pointed this out this is chemistry that was surprising 
the sisters bonded oh, yeah, that's very quickly. Chemistry. Like Mel and Maggie accepted Macy. Yes, they went through this very traumatic revelation that they have this half sister and that they're witches and that there's demons out to get them. But they all just kind of ex- just accepted that overnight. And we're like, okay, now we're sisters. Let's all live together. Let's do this. And this is months after their mom passed away. Yeah, just a few months later. And a few, a few days after meeting Macy, she shows up with her bags and they're, and she's like, are you sure you want me to move in? But, you know, she already canceled her Airbnb because she said it was bad. And she, she had her bags in hand. I hate when people do. I hate when people like open a like a bag of chips in my home or something as, as a vague example. And they're like, are you sure you can? Ha- I can have one. It's like you've already taken so many steps at this point. Just help yourself. But that is a rant for a different day. Toward the end of the episode, after they fought off some demon, they all slept together. Like they all fell asleep together. And that's such an intimate mm-hmm. and vulnerable thing to do. Just in general, to sleep next to someone that you've known for days. I don't like sleeping next to anyone. Yeah. And I feel like even for siblings, like these are all college graduate level age. Yes. So it's just odd at that age yes. that they're like, this is how we're going to bond. Let's just all sleep probably in their yeah. mom's oh. bed as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's Okay, let's talk about mom. And magic parents everywhere because I just watched Twitches. I'm rereading Harry Potter. I'm let down by the parents in Twitches who didn't tell their kids they were magic. I'm let down by Dumbledore who could have said so much more to Harry to just help him along. So what's the reasoning for Marisol not telling at least Mel and Maggie that they were apparently the last stand along with their secret sister to the apocalypse and that the first sign of the apocalypse was the election of the guy that lives in 1600 pen right now it is very suspicious that she knew all of this and we also find out from their white lighter harry that she had like bound or sealed up their powers up until the night she died so like she really went all out trying to hide any and all information from these girls she unbound their magic was it like right as she was about to die? Like truly risking yeah, as she was dying. Her, not just her daughters, but humanity. If that spell hadn't completed. Yeah, she waited till the last yes. minute. Can you imagine if the show had just ended with her <laughs> dying before she unbound their powers? It couldn't even be. And then Harry's just like, uh, well, they can't do anything even now. It would be a miniseries. It would be a mini, like it would just be a 10 minute episode. And then you'd see like a final image of like, some other like horsemen of the apocalypse and then macy just like by herself in lab because she doesn't know she has siblings oh (laughs) oh yeah so we also find out the mom somehow did a magical spell to get macy a grant so she would move to um hilltown also known as helltown i can't explain the amount of stress i feel when i'm not completely packed and ready for a flight the night before so when i'm packing like let's say the morning of travel i feel such stress and i'm not risking lives of children i don't have or humanity why would you procrastinate something like this and also i'm curious about why she just abandoned one of her kids I i assume there's more there she seems like a decent person but what do you think that is 
because she knew where she was to call her to Hilltown. Yeah, that means mm-hmm. she's been keeping track. I think I might be taking this from the original series where there was, spoiler, a fourth sister. Yeah. That had to do with some behind the scenes things and they rearranged the plot. But I think not only did she bind their powers, but she wanted to keep them separated because the three girls have to be together to be Mm -hmm. at their strongest. So I think that was just another layer of preventing them from finding oh, out stuff. Like a sacrifice she made with her first kid. She probably knew she was going to yeah. have three girls. And she was like, I got to leave you here, Macy, because can't let you meet your sisters and start doing magic stuff too mm. early. That is really sad. That's my yeah, theory. That makes sense. I mean, I'd like to think that it tore her up and she just had to do it. I'd like to think it wasn't just oh, like yeah, sure. she, she was threw sad. this little brown baby away. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she decided to try again. She wasn't yeah, happy with that first like, run. Let's get a couple more. Um, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel about Harry? Because there's some question about apparently the white lighter in the first charmed was like so clearly someone they should trust. So with mm-hmm. Harry you know, what do you think the story is? Because he, it's like a little contentious with him. Yeah, I think it's similar to the mom and Dumbledore. He has been Mm -hmm. watching them. Like he knows who they are. He's the one who told them they are witches. I think he knows more than he's already told them. Like he's holding back. And I do trust him and think he is definitely going to help them and guide them. But in the Dumbledore sort of way where it's like, I'm going to let you use baking powder or baking soda first. And then when you start to struggle, I'm going to come in and be like, oh, yeah, if you three hold (laughs) hands and read this spell, you can also kill demons. But go ahead and reach into your freezer for the first little bit for these baby demons. Get that baking soda out. Hit the box against the ground so you loosen it. (laughs) Yeah, break break up up the the chunks and start just spreading that. Yeah, throw it on sorority yeah. girls, your boyfriends, anyone Just and everyone. Just toss it around. And then when you get to the boss, then I'll come in and be like... Yeah, you see how y'all are in a row right now? Just touch each other. And <laughs> you've linked yeah. your powers. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, because there was that moment at the end of the episode. So one of the sisters, I think maybe Maggie, finds a Ouija board... And Mm -hmm. they think it's their mom, but I don't think so. And it tells them not to trust Harry. And we kind of cut off there. But you and I. Yeah. And he like pops up. Yeah. And he pops up behind them them, like, oh, I heard y'all talking about me. My my ears, my ears were itchy, as we say in the South. I think I would rather trust Harry. I mean, obviously, if I didn't understand magic before, I would be untrusting of everything. But I feel like I would rather trust Mm -hmm. Harry than a board that I know is like underworld spirits trying to speak to me. Cause how do I know if the connection is my mom? Exactly. Like they have no evidence that this is their mom. Let's just say we're in the universe, the world yeah. of charm. Oh, I'm sure the their horror movies are the same as our yeah. horror movies. And in those horror movies, Ouija boards are always yes, evil demons. That's so true. Like, do you know, why don't they just think about maybe this is someone trying to trick us? I don't know. Because I trust Harry 
much more than I trust some random demon. There was another thing I wanted to talk about, kind of going back to yes. their powers. So Harry, he explains how their powers actually reflect aspects of their personality, which I thought was a cool touch. Yes, I loved that. So Mel has time freezing powers because she's kind of like a control freak. And I think the power only works. I can't remember if Maggie said it only works when she's angry or when she's not angry. But basically, Maggie was like, your powers are telling you about your personality. And then you have Macy's telekinesis is because she's very like smart Mm -hmm. and logical. And then Poor poor Maggie, her telepathy, it either means she's super empathetic or she's super insecure and you can be both i've pioneered that yeah or both but you know which power you would want of the three time stopping what would you do with it <laughs> i'd take a break at work <laughs> oh yeah that Ooh, i would time stop just for naps oh my gosh can you nap and Oh, keep man. time stop yeah and then what if i accidentally sleep and i've just frozen people for like <laughs> five hours okay i take that back you like wake up wait oh, oh man, man. <laughs> to take the question a step further because you would want time stopping which one do you think would be assigned to you i think i would end up with either telekinesis or telepathy that's fair because i have the similar science nerdy logical background Mm -hmm. as macy but i will admit i think i have some of the insecurity that led to maggie getting telepathy i know you would abuse the hell out of telepathy yeah oh man do you think maggie will develop an ability to turn it on and off i think she'll get better at it i think all of the girls will learn to control their powers better maybe they'll even develop further in different ways like maybe maggie won't need to touch people at Mm. some point because i feel like especially for her i would want the ability to cut it off for me i think i would be assigned time stopping because i wouldn't abuse it or any kind of time manipulation you wouldn't abuse it i wouldn't try to what would you do crime like you i wouldn't try to do nefarious activities I would just like do my task or even like if time stopping leads into some kind of time traveling, I feel like Mel or another character might be tempted to go back in time and like save their mom. And I would definitely consider it. I think I'm super responsible about the notion of time because it freaks me out. You'd be super careful. I'd be very careful. Oh, you might get telekinesis. You like to lounge around so then you can just like... (laughs) (laughs) You could have said because Oh. <laughs> and you're very I intelligent loving math and science. that's so mean you're intelligent you like to lounge around everybody likes to lounge around i love to lay so does everyone else but yes i would use telekinesis obviously to bring things to me like snacks and if i ever got really good at it like refill my nalgene and bring that back to me I hate getting up to refill my water. I can't believe you tried to tell me. I just try to laze around. Okay, do you have any other thoughts or do you want to jump into our ratings? I think we're ready for the ratings. Cool. How did you like the episode or how did you like the show? I enjoyed this episode. I think this will be a fun reboot mm-hmm. and kind of reimagining of the characters, but I don't see myself watching it regularly 
casually, consistently. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is, I'm in a tough situation. And this came up when we looked at One Day at a Time on Netflix. I'm much more familiar with the original series. Mm. And I think that has kind of stuck with me that so much so that I'm not as interested in a reboot of it because I don't really feel a need to see the series in a new light. That's fair. Would you recommend people watch the original instead or would you recommend that they watch the new version? I'd recommend they'd watch the new version. If they haven't seen the Mm -hmm. original, I'd say Mm -hmm. start with this one because I think this will be fun and more current in its themes and messages. Um, So I think it would be more enjoyable for someone who's just brand new to this, I guess, franchise now. Yeah, wow. What about you? Uh, I really like this episode. I'm a real baby when it comes to scary things and horror things. A lot of times I can't even watch parodies of scary movies because those will scare me as well. So I really liked this show and I think and I want to watch it seriously because I didn't watch the original run of Charmed. This looks really good to me, but I hope that I don't get too scared by it. The effects weren't amazing, which was helpful. Mm-hmm. Their devil or the demon looked like the white, like a cheap version of the uh, White Walker from Game of Thrones or the Night King. So I'm just hoping like if they stay at that level of like almost like Doctor Who level effects, then I'm down. That's fair. But if it gets scarier than this, like more than green goo and kind of bad CGI coming out of people's eyes, then I don't know. I don't know if I can hang with it. Yeah, you have to be down for the whole witchcraft and demon concept. And I don't mind witchcraft and wizardry because obviously I'm a big HP fan, but I get real scared of scary things. Mm Mm-hmm. And it gives me bad nightmares. And when we watched Charmed on Sunday night, I had to, I just like watch an episode of 30 Rock just in case to like boost myself back up before bed because I didn't want to dream of any of the demons. Well, guys, if you want to find shows that won't scare you and won't give you bad dreams, you should check out our other reviews at thepilotpodcast.com. And you can also find our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And please leave us five-star reviews on all of those. We gather our self-worth from them. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send thoughts on shows we've reviewed, shows you want us to review, shows you want us to recap to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. So (laughs) thanks for listening.